Hey everybody, I'm Matt. I'm Steve. And this is Scripting Unscripted? Uh-huh, that it is. Or, well, whatever, who cares? No, 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 this week's we have to call Two-Person Orgy. Two-Person Orgy, <laughs> starring Steve. Yeah, that's me. And me, Matthew. So, it's been a long week. Uh-huh. I ordered Sherlock. Yeah, how about that? From the UK, where it was supposed to be region-free. Was it region-free, Matt? Well, this feels like a baited question. <laughs> well, yeah, but there's some sort of weird frequency thing where their their electronics uh, shoot at a much lower frequency than ours. It's like 50 hertz as opposed to 60. Yeah. And so my PlayStation's like, I don't know the shit. I won't play it. <laughs> On the plus side, I now own a version of Sherlock Holmes Season 2 and uh, Being Human Season 1 that... I paid nothing for pretty much, but can't play. Well, that's useful. Yeah, yeah. But I probably shouldn't rant about that too much. What you been watching this week? Well, I'm supposing you're not going to let me count 30 Rock and Parks and Rec? I'll let, I'll let it this week. <laughs> but I won't enjoy listening about it. All right, that's fine. You can just hate it. 30 Rock was, 30 Rock was pretty good this week. Um, it was an hour-long episode about Valentine's Day, and it was funny. This is my amazing critical analysis. That's very deep, Steve. Uh huh. Actually, I haven't even seen this week's Parks and Rec, so because they don't—they're always really late about posting it. Comes out on Thursday, oh, and, and you watch it on the website. Yeah, I do. So you don't illegally steal it. Exactly. It's as a board like man. my backups that I have of Sherlock. <laughs> they're they're backups, not yep. not illegal versions. Yeah, but yeah, of course. Oh wait, yeah, I forgot to mention. If we sound different this week, it's because uh, we're recording on microphones. Yeah. Badass SingStar microphones. Yeah. No. I just want to sing into this now. Please stop. I will always nope. just love you. Roxanne. You don't have to put on that red dress. Oh man, I am way. I'm look at just. I'm. I'm just gonna stare at the waves and look at how I'm way too loud. Because <laughs> normally we're way too quiet. Yeah, I know. This feels kind of awkward though, but I'll get used to it. I'm not used to having like big things like, stick. Yeah. Just, just suck it off. And and Nelson's got a huge chunk of meat. Wow, that, that is a huge chunk of meat. Oh, it's so big. What meat is that, Nelson? Prime rib. Prime rib. I want that in my mouth. Jesus. Two and a half kilos. Anyways, um, not to be... Okay, I'm, Nelson, how long are you going to have that meat in this room? <laughs> I, f- I don't... Nelson's meat is distracting Matt. Uh, just a little bit. Oh, so good. This looks so good. just want to make love to you. <laughs> oh, but it's so big, Nelson. It does look pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Oh, so big. <laughs> like that will stop me, Nelson. That would incentivize us f- further. A like lap of... Oh, yeah. Nelson... Oh, his hands are down his pants. And he just crotch-grabbed the meat. Ah, yeah. Nelson juices for everybody. So that, that's all you watched, though. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I we watched that movie on whatever night that was. And the, I, that was a uh, Elite Squad, right? Yeah, I didn't the pay attention to enemy that. Enemy within. Though. It's one of those movies we have to pay attention to. I think. Exactly. So. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it's a Brazilian movie, I guess. Uh huh. Came out last year, and it was one of those. It was one of the four things that I got from Amazon.co.uk, and it's one of the two that actually will play in my DVD player, Blu-ray player. The other one being the woman. Which we saw. <laughs> yes, we did. Toronto After Dark. 
last year. I think Nelson should see the woman. I'm, really. I'm actually looking forward to having a few people watch that movie. Yeah, all of our all of our listeners should really see the woman. <laughs> yeah, watch. Seriously, it's a really good independent film. It's got a lovely soundtrack. Like barely any rape. Like barely. Uh, Wait. Actually, I don't think there is what too much rape in it. Yeah, there is. Well, I guess maybe kind of. It depends on your definition of rape, per se. He gets up in the middle of the night and goes down there. Like, what? I, well, okay, spoilers, but... What I'm just saying... <laughs> I don't know if... Maybe. We'll, we'll have to watch it again sometime. Clearly. But, yeah. The, um, uh, but, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, I'm stuck on loop here. The Enemy with... Uh, Elite Squad, The Enemy Within uh, is a pretty sweet police procedural, I thought. It's got mm-hmm. politics. I can't say I really understood the Brazilian system at first. Yeah. But yeah, there's like police and militia and I don't know. Well, I wasn't really paying attention. Well, it's like, like <laughs> the police when they went corrupt became the militia. Okay. And then there was the I can't remember what they called, but the elite squad, which they're like skulls, 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 because they're like a fraternity. Yeah. And they they were like the um, military force that would come in and deal with the game. They're like SWAT basically, except bigger. Right, but it's pretty cool because it's got like this guy who gets too good at his job at cleaning up the streets to the point where the corrupt cops don't have anything to do. So the corrupt cops basically turn into like a mafia, <laughs> and it's just a slow buildup of shit going bad, and then the guy having to fix it. I, I liked it. I'd recommend actually maybe watching it and paying attention to it. Yeah, if you it's kind of, you know, I imagine if I ever actually start watching The Wire, it'd kind of be like that, except a bit more gory. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was more gory than The Wire is, from what I've seen. It seemed like a good movie that I would like, but I don't know. I was just... I mean, I missed the first 17 minutes. Yeah. And then... A lot of the, a lot of the uh, first 17 minutes was set up, though, so I don't... Okay. I think you walked in and you would have been okay. But, that being said, if you're not up for reading subtitles, <laughs> and subtitles in, like, a political drama yeah. slash cop show, you know, then you're just not going to be able to pay attention. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's a cool movie, and I recommend maybe people check it out. I also watched The Devil's Double. Okay. Which I don't think you've seen. This is the one where the guy, it's based on a true story, and this guy ends up becoming a double for one of Saddam Hussein's sons. Oh, right. You were telling me about that. Yes. Yeah. It's got, like, the cover, the poster covers, like, a guy spray painted in gold, surrounded by all these, like, AK-47s of gold and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, this guy's a really bad time with it, because... Uh, Saddam Hussein's son treats it more like a toy like hey this guy looks like me let's go in public together <laughs> look at this guy he looks like me it's more like a toy than an actual body double yeah and just the stuff that Saddam Hussein's son does is just not pleasant <laughs> and you see this guy who's like this really nice guy having to deal with it and how it slowly breaks him down because if he doesn't go along for the ride then he gets punished and his family gets threatened right it all culminates to something really interesting I see and I, th- I think there's enough of a progress. Like, I often have troubles with true stories that, like, uh, shake hands with the devil or I got the point in 10 minutes and then nothing happens but more, you know, like, man, <laughs> shit's fucked up. Look, shit's still fucked up. You know, I felt like that shake hands with the devil, I didn't need an hour and a half of that, let alone however the one time was. Yeah. Where this is like, you know, he progressed, you know, <laughs> first he didn't want to do it. Then he's like, well, I don't have a choice. And then he rebels. Right. You know, there, there's there's an overarching plot there. was a there. character arc to it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And Nelson loves Saddam Hussein's suit, basically. Oh, yeah. Uh, when Saddam Hussein came on screen, Nelson's like, oh, check out those duds. Looking sexy, Saddam. <laughs> so Nelson, Nelson is a uh, Saddam sympathizer. Yep. He mourned the loss of Saddam Hussein. I also watched Archer this week. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Archer's still pretty good. Yeah. I should really watch more Archer. I like, it's hilarious whenever I see it. You can borrow the DVD sometime. Mm-hmm. In this episode, it was his birthday, and his mom got him a car, and then his car got stolen. Uh-huh. And when he was a kid and his bike got stolen, his mom, like, spanked him really fucked up or something. Uh- <laughs> it's not the funniest episode, but it ends pretty well. I don't want to spoil it for you, but it's good. Right. And you should watch Archer. Sure, I should. It's just kind of a daunting task to, like, how... What is it? Season three? Season three. Yeah. About 20 episodes... No, 10 episodes a season? 13? It's one of those 13, 20-minute episodes. Right. And it's, it won't feel like a task. It's enjoyable. Yeah. It gets better, I think, with the, each season. And it's it's changes. Uh, you have a character who gets wounded, and he stays wounded. Oh, yeah. It's not like The Simpsons, where it's like, and we're back to square one each. <laughs> Which is fine, but I think allowing characters to develop and grow is allows for a much longer life to a show. If not an end because people die. I see. So it's good. How I Met Your Mother? I don't know why I'm watching that anymore. <laughs> yeah. And that's all I have to say. <laughs> that's what I've been watching. And I guess you watch just TV. Yeah, well, yeah. And I watched, um, like, I watched the last, the, the two paintball episodes of Community again. Oh, so good. I know. Especially the Western one. I really like that awesome episode. That was a pretty good episode. Yeah. I love how the community college is the enemy. Yeah. I want that show to come back so badly. God. Did the air conditioning stuff start in the third season? Yeah. Yeah. That shit was so good. I know. I want to see the payoff of that. I want to see John Goodman again. Oh, yeah. I love that show. Basically, yeah. Um, Do you know how 30 Rock is doing against uh, Big Bang? Oh, I think no better than Community was. Like, same, similar ratings. And do you think NBC will take the hint from that? Uh, yeah, I mean, who knows? <laughs> because 30 Rock is well-established and loved. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, I guess it's kind of... It's on the decline now, I guess, in terms of... Quality-wise? Well, I mean, it's still good. Like, I... 30 Rock was always the show that was just very, very consistent for me. Like, it just kind of, like... I never had to worry about it being bad just week to week it would deliver like good to great episodes the uh, the first episode this season though was pretty bad and i was like starting to get worried but uh, since then it's been good they just have to get their footing again yeah hopefully they don't futurama it (laughs) yeah the last season was so bad yeah Yeah, i've never like even the last season before it went off the air for a while no like this most recent season of futurama oh yeah i haven't seen that really it's like a lot of the characters being uncharacteristically like sexist or racist oh, just yeah? for the purpose of the episode. Yeah, I hate that. It's it's when characters act out of character. It just it ruins the show for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But with this new mic system, I don't think we'll hear uh, Amy at all. <laughs> She's been uh, a force, I think, since we started recording or Well, yeah, I mean, every episode has had a one-up sound or a vibrator. <laughs> yeah, sound. Has. No, she texted me, but I only noticed it now, and it was before we started recording. So there hasn't actually been a text yet so far in this recording session. Yeah, but it won't be picked up by the mics. These things are pretty... What if I hold it like this? Well, maybe. <laughs> maybe. So that's what we've been watching. Yep. 
What we go to next is uh, new ideas, I think. Yeah. New business. Do you have any new ideas? <laughs> Not particularly, no. What uh, All the stuff I've done has just been thinking about uh, the two main movies, so I can't say as I have any new ideas. I'm that's, sorry. That's cool. That's cool. Not going to lie, I actually do. Um, <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> shocked and appalled. I didn't write them down on script zero this week. You'll notice our conversation about Dropbox is strangely silent this week, and that's because nothing's really happened on Dropbox, I don't think. Yeah, not really. I mean... I downloaded the episode, and... Uh, that was about it. So I started the new stuff where I have a line where I left off on my <laughs> pocketbook here. Because I get bored in class sometimes. Like three, I, I wrote down three ideas. These, <laughs> I don't think any of these were from my dreams. No way. All these were from class and possibly my personal going insane. Yeah, if I was taking more classes, I probably would do that. It's just I put my both my, my research idea book down next to me and my, my creative idea book down next to me. Mm-hmm. And the moment my mind starts to wander in class, I'm like, oh, that'd be a good story. <laughs> know what we're going to do? We're going to write that down. And it'll be sexy. Anyways. <laughs> and then I spank off in the middle of the classroom. Of course. Oh, that's what I wanted to talk about. What? So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Last week's episode, if you pay attention to the titles, are called is called uh, Censored Uncensored. Or uh, Uncensored Censored. Yeah, yeah. One of those orders. And that's because I did a lot of cutting. Because <laughs> while listening to the podcast, there was a lot of tangents we went off on that were that weren't very interesting or well audible. Basically, all the stuff that I said. Yeah, basically, <laughs> I cut anything you said. Yeah, especially the stuff that was rather Semitic. Yeah, well, Semitic. It's like anti anti Semitic. I see. Yeah, see, see. Yeah, you wouldn't want any. Yeah. <laughs> but mostly, I felt like I came off as a bit too much of an asshole. <laughs> Which, I guess I'm a bit of an asshole, but I felt bad at some of the things that I said. And like I said, there was one or two conversations where we complained about marking. I think that conversation was about twice as long, and literally half of what I cut was just people talking over each other, complaining. <laughs> and as much as I love to complain, you know, I listen to the Adam Carolla, Adam Kroll podcast, and he just complains. That's what he does. Uh-huh. But it just... I don't think I barely cared about it listening to it. Yeah, well I didn't like I listened to the whole podcast and I didn't remember I didn't notice stuff being cut, like and it's well, my I, podcast. like I said, I, I cut I cut some boring stuff, which means I'm an excellent editor. Uh-huh. Uh thank you for uh shoving that mic further down your throat. Yeah, yeah. Where my penis is the mic. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, uh, anyways, so I cut that and uh then I did some impressions of Christine. Some more impressions. Some you more mean. impressions. And I didn't cut the first one because I didn't think it was that insulting. <laughs> but so the first the first impression was good. And I thought it was okay. Uh-huh. Uh, but the second one where you said I sound like a, uh, the queen. Oh, right. <laughs> when I was listening back to that one, I went, oh, man. I didn't think Christine looked the greatest. Like, And uh, the, the words that she said, mm-hmm. it made her really just sound <laughs> way too self-centered. <laughs> Which, I mean, if there's internet strangers listening to us, we don't th- want them to get a poor impression of Tufik. Well, no. Well. Well. Maybe. Nah, we love you, Tufik. Ah, <laughs> uh, the Mexican doesn't want to listen to us. Piñata, piñata, piñata. <laughs> I don't know if that'll be picked up with the new system. That's a shame, really. Nicholas just said some of his, you know, Mexican culture. So, I did an impression of Tufik. Uh-huh. And I thought, well, this might not look the best of her if, if other people heard it. Yeah. So I cut it. And you won't notice it missing because right after that, I summarize what she says in a normal voice. Because apparently I'm 
somewhat forethinking. <laughs> so I cut to that, which means I'm mean, gonna, you know, like I said, while well, you were sucking my cock earlier. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think I edited last week's pretty well, <laughs> given the fact I cut a lot of stuff. Nicely done. And then I had Christine listen to it uh, yes, a few days ago. Yeah. And she laughed at those parts that I cut. <laughs> then I hated myself for it because I'm like, ah, oh, she enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a balance, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Still, breaks my heart to like, I did a lot of work for that. And to know I might have been able to get away with it. Maybe at the end of the day, considering our nine listeners, one of them might yeah. not know. Do we have any further stats, by the way? It doesn't seem to have changed much okay. since uh, last week. Uh, there hasn't been too many people listening to this episode yet. Okay, you mean last episode? Last episode. Yeah. No one's listened to this episode yet, except for Nicholas. Yeah, what do you think, Nicholas? Piñata! <laughs> what yeah. a respectful depiction of the Mexican culture. <laughs> Coming from a Colombian. Yeah. Anyways, I had ideas. So, uh, see, I got a whole page here. Holy crap. Some of the, the one page is old, but this one page is new. Uh, a man slowly goes mad under the belief that the internet has come alive and is trying to kill him or ruin <laughs> his life. So I was just sitting in class thinking that. That reminds me of a thing. We we came up with a joke movie suggestion in the undergrad lounge back at Dal about Wikipedia becoming sentient. Imagine how much like grad students that fuck up. Seriously. And like undergraduates. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> a squared minus C squared equals B squared. <laughs> and the best line of the movie was going to be, Oh my God, the edits are coming from inside the site. <laughs> that is a, that's that's a, see like how have you not written that one down yet? I guess that would be well. I forgot about it until just now. Just now, anyways. No, but this was more like yeah, some sort of weird, serious drama mixed with like a bit of parody attitude. Okay, you know this this you know isolated in his room, just dealing with the internet and mm-hmm. trying to get like just it's just slowly destroying his life. <laughs> it's trying to decipher what each of the pop ups means. Yeah, new penis XXL. God. What does this mean? Is the internet saying I have a small dick? <laughs> is it? Yes. Yes, it is. Oh, okay. I'm used to Nelson saying that. <laughs> so that that was my uh, one-off. Uh-huh. Uh, my second one was after talking with you last week about your uh, Star Trek Star Wars one. Oh, yeah. I, th- I thought, like, just a plain old uh, detective movie, movie, but shot in space. Okay. Like, straight up. Not a, not a ship captain or anything, but just this lone guy jumping planet to planet trying to trying to find Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Not necessarily Luke Skywalker, but <laughs> whoever. It'd be like it'd be like a Star Star Wars is for all intents and purposes like a fantasy movie, like mm-hmm. like a mi- medieval knights movie, but set in space. Yeah. I want this to be like a detective noir film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Set I was going to say. So it'd be like gritty. Can make it actually black and white. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I, and I wrote down Blade Runner-esque. See, I haven't seen Blade Runner. It's good. Yeah? Should I don't I... know if it's amazing, and I don't know if it would hold up to everyone else, but I think I think it's a pretty interesting depiction of the future, present, future. Uh-huh. Present, future. I look forward to not watching the sequel slash prequel. Prometheus? No, that's Aliens. But, oh, right. Uh, there's talk of also doing a Blade Runner thing like that. Right. So I, I'm worried about this other one. Because after talking to people in a disconnected uh, way or listening to stuff, there's that new uh, Netflix series where the mobster goes on witness protection to, like, Sweden or something. And then... I, I, I haven't heard of it, but okay. It's like, you know how there's going to be Arrested Development yeah. and the other Netflix original series? Yeah. It's like the first one is, like, about a mobster that goes 
witness protection and then goes to the small quiet town gets bored there and decides to like set up a mob there <laughs> so i don't know if i stole this idea from there but this that's i wrote this down before i heard this and it's different enough <laughs> and it's uh, after losing his job bill decides to start up his own criminal organization with a little knowledge on things quickly get out of control while trying to talk about a cover business we need a beard you know just like the idea of misusing lingo and stuff. You know, like you, most mobs have uh, a cover business that they run. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Uh, Gino's Pizza in Drive yeah. or whatever. whatever the Sopranos had. Or like Sopranos. Uh, whatever The Wire had, damn it. Why can't I whatever remember? The Wire had in uh, The Wire. Anyways, but the idea is him, him describing it as like a beard. Oh, I see. As opposed to. Gotcha. Yeah, it, it's, it's almost a joke, I think. <laughs> Um, and the idea of to set up his uh, beard corporation, mm-hmm. he takes out like a government loan for entrepreneurial stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he uses government money to help him fund his criminal organization under the guise of an entrepreneur. So he's just kind of like naive about the whole thing, sort of. Oh, yeah, like, things are gonna go bad. Yeah, It'd be like one of those Coen Brothers movies. Like, what was that? Um, Burn after reading. Was that Coen Brothers? Yep, Burn after reading was Coen Brothers. I'm just Nelson thinking... was I. Nelson was talking to me. About the other day, he really liked the chair in the basement. The chair? Yeah. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah, he did. But yeah, it would be kind of like that, except like the whole plot would center around this guy just yeah, fumbling his way into becoming a mob boss. Right. <laughs> Probably actually getting himself mixed up with real criminals and that not working too well. Yeah, yeah. Hangover, but with a dead hooker. <laughs> Locked jaw, and they don't fight. Can you read your own writing? In way you... more tight. Oh. That, that wow. <laughs> I think this this came from... Uh, I was out drinking, I think. So like, look at that writing. That's oh, it. yeah. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Uh, but it says, Lockjawed, they don't fight, and they're way more tight. The idea of rigor mortis. Wow. That's, so, um, that's, a, that's a rated R comedy if I've ever heard one. Classy. Yeah, I hope so. Wait a minute. Oh, let me ask you. Was Shame NC-17? I think so. I, I thought movie theaters didn't show NC-17. Yeah, but when it's that artistic, you have to show it. Of course. When it's Michael Fassbender's penis, man. <laughs> anyway, I was just confused by that because I saw it on the internet. And it said NC-17? Yeah, and I didn't... Yeah, I, th- I think Shame was one of those special cases. Okay. I, uh, I look forward to the Blu-ray release. Nelson is Googling it now. Shame? Shame. Michael Fassbender's penis. Yeah, you have to put in penis there though, or it won't. Yeah. It won't work. Yeah, that happened to me the other day. Uh, I, I was listening to a podcast, uh, Sex Nerdist Sandra to to name drop. What? Um, what is it? Sex Nerdist Sandra. Oh, it's, it's a podcast. Oh, okay. I see. Um, about this, this. I wasn't parsing your words. Uh, Sex Nerdist Sandra. Okay. Um, it's a podcast about this this chick, and she like does sex ed for a living. Okay. You know, like weird kinky couple stuff too. Okay. And she just like brings people on and they discuss things like hand jobs and whatever. Okay. And the podcast had a transgendered guy on it. Right. Uh, with so it's like a guy with a uh, vagina. Okay. So he, he you know he'd taken all the hormone pills to to look like a guy, but uh, he still had a vagina. Right. And so I was listening to this. And I think I had it on loud because Nelson could hear it too. <laughs> and I was trying. I'm like. I got really curious what, you know, this guy looks like, and because he does porn as as uh, really, yeah. <laughs> so I Google it, 
And he goes, zero results. I go, Nelson, I Googled this guy, and he has zero results. <laughs> and Nelson Googles it on his computer. He's like, I get lots of results. I'm like, how do, how do I Google something and get zero results? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. And I did it again. I'm like, look, Nelson, see? N- nothing. Uh-huh. He's like, I don't know what you're doing wrong. And so I Google, like, the first half of the name, and I get results. Yeah. And I Google. Then I had the second half. I was like, zero. What, what was Nelson doing? Nelson was just fapping at that point to whatever he'd found. But how, no, like, so you didn't figure out why? Well, after, like, probably 15 minutes of this confusion, uh-huh. it turned out I had safe search on strict. Oh. <laughs> which is confusing because I'd never have a safe search on. Yeah, why would you, yeah. That's, that's an impediment to, like, <laughs> my daily life. And secondly, on strict of all things. Wow, how would that even happen? I don't know. That's, it was mind-boggling. I'm disappointed in you, Matt. I'm disappointed in me too. And yes, I guess that would give you zero results then. <laughs> yeah. It, it, like, seriously, that combination. But I did eventually find pictures once I corrected that. And uh-huh. apparently, um, Nelson doesn't like guys with vaginas. <laughs> Which is ironic because he is. No, I'm not going to say it. So that was another tangent. And that's, that's all the new ideas I think I had. Okay. So shall we get on to the thing that we said we'd do last week that we probably didn't do because we never do the things that we actually say? Yep. But we just end up doing them on the podcast on the fly. Yeah, anyways. whatever. It's just we'll wing it. I had some it, ideas. It turned, out, it turned out great last week, I think. Yeah. I, listening to our outline for the kids' movie mm-hmm. I thought was pretty solid. Yeah. And was, clairvoyance. Yeah. You know, everything felt really set up and pretty good by then. Yeah. I work out some more details I'm excited to talk about. Oh, excellent. When I was thinking about the characters. Uh, so you want to do the... Apartment building or clairvoyance first? Oh, whichever. Flip a coin. You choose, Matt. All right, clairvoyance first. Cool. Uh, which is good because before we talk about the stuff, I had, I had a scene that I, was, that I wrote down too. Oh, okay. So I, you know, I did other things than just. So at this scene, I've named the main character John for the time being. It's fine, Johnny boy. Just just a good filler name. Yeah. Good solid, but he like. Well, covering for someone or just for a scene in the movie, uh, he gets an earpiece, puts it in someone's ear. Mm-hmm. So that while well, well, they're like walking through the street being tailed, he like uses them kind of as his vision. Okay. So he's like, look left. Right. You know, think of like uh, Sherlock Holmes or Sherlock. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like, In the... where they bring the laptop to the crime scene. Yeah. And so this is Benedict Cumberbatch, Sherlock. And Watson's like moving it around at his thing. Imagine that, but like. With a person. With a real person. And then he's like tailing at a distance. Yeah. So he can. Because I think the rule I'm going to have is if he has to physically see a person okay. to be able to like see through their eyes. So okay. if, you see, if he sees someone through someone else, huh. then he can't go into their vision. Right. So he's like tailing from a safe distance or something or like maybe building overhead and will occasionally use other people's viewpoints as another way of trying to spot tails. Anyways. Yeah. It, it just seemed like a cool scene. Yeah. Potentially. That would be cool. I had one idea for a cool scene, but I'm not sure if it'll work with those rules exactly. I just thought he should be, um, at some point, he should be temporarily blinded. Okay. Like someone, I don't know, maces his eyes or whatever. Yeah. And then he has to, like, he just has to navigate, like, based on, like, using other people's... Other people around him. Yeah, to walk around and stuff. No, and that, that'd still work. Like, he has to not see them at that weird way. Basically, has to get... A, it's, it's kind of like a view of their... their sh- uh, uh, that thing that glows off of people. What? Hipsters believe in it. Aura? Uh, not horror. What? Aura, yeah. That's what I said. You said oral. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I always say oral, man. <laughs> but yeah, so like he has to 
physically see someone's oral. Okay. Oral. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oral. yeah. And you can't see that when you're she... seeing it through someone else's eyes. Oh, I see. What are you talking about? Nelson, that's not on topic. Are you looking for Michael's Fassbender's penis? Because I saw it in shame. Yeah, it definitely was there. Nelson's Googling I don't know what. And since he's not being picked up very well this week because of the new system, you don't get heard, Nelson, well, when you talk. You can say whatever you want. He said, oh, great, then. He said he hates Jews. What? Anyways, so, yeah, no, that'd actually be a really good scene then. And then if you wanted to, you could even have it be, like, for a, a you know, crazier action scene. You could have him... Fighting someone from their perspective? Well, yeah, or, um, well, that would be cool, too. I was thinking, like, driving. He's in, like, a chase, and he has to... Drive? Yeah, based on... Well, I mean, it could be someone beside him. Like but... the girl or something? What? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and she's all panicky. She's like, look forward, bitch! Laughter! Yeah. All right, now check our blind spots. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not really getting a good view here. Could you sit on my lap while we do this? <laughs> not you, Steve. Whatever, man. I just want to be close to you. No, those are... Yeah, those are... I like those. It's exciting. Yeah. I have an erection now. Oh, uh, yeah. So, uh, did you have any other cool scene ideas? Um, those are awesome. No, I think you talked about some kind of infiltration idea. I was thinking you could go a bit further with that of him, like, trying to, like using people to like uh look at hey i wonder if he could like maybe his his retina could change when he's like auraing someone and then he can use that to get an eye scanner <laughs> i don't know about that but he could uh, he could use people to infiltrate into some like uh, security like looking at keypads for the combination and stuff and uh just i mean that would tie in with him like sneaking around guards yeah sort of. yeah i think i think i mentioned something like that with the fly view yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. I don't think he'd be able to hear through the fly. Oh, right. Sure. But he'd be able to see. Yeah. And people. Would oh, be able yeah. To I think you did. Um, and that'd be useful around like the oh, maybe for like a safe. Yeah. Because the villain would always sense him there if he's like looking the brains of people around him. Uh huh. But the, the, he wouldn't be looking at a fly. Um, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Even using that for regular people would be cool. And then like using that to build up to the fly. So like he uses it to get a combo from someone. Yeah, and then or like passwords on a computer too. Yeah, <laughs> except you'd have to find someone who looked at the keyboard when they're typing. Typing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so maybe that wouldn't work. Well, whatever. Well, unless there's like a computer illiterate person. Yeah. Yeah, those are cool ideas. Uh huh. Did you uh, think about the characters at all? No, not for this. Guy. Well, I mean, I was thinking about the the apartment characters. I don't know. I just I was just trying to think of like in general for this guy. I was thinking like the generic character for this kind of movie, if it's like taken, is just some kind of badass who goes around being a badass but like i'd like to come up with something different from that <laughs> i don't know like a motivation or oh, look amy texted me hopefully dirty stuff oh yeah she said there's like an inch of ice covering the entirety of halifax that's pretty sexy so i thought about the characters a bit here okay to to round it out john's a clairvoyant from a broken home mm -hmm. has trust issues yeah and i think he has to be sober upon reflection Okay. Because I think drinking would affect his ability to uh, control his powers. Okay. Like when he was a kid and he didn't understand them, he would like jump into his parents' mind. Yeah. And so like drugs would do that too, which could lead to an interesting scene where he's drugged. Oh, yeah. And maybe not blind, but drugged. Mm -hmm. And he's like jumping around people's bodies. Yeah, yeah. And they're kind of just shifting and sort of... Yeah. Which would be even... Like that'd be even more disorienting. Yeah. It'd be like shaky cam, but... <laughs> but like... But not found footage and not a bad movie. Fans footage is not a bad idea. <laughs> Apollo 18. Okay, so Nelson watched... Did you watch it? Nelson watched a bit of Apollo 18, which isn't a good movie, and decided that all found footage movies are now officially <laughs> bad. I don't mind taking a moment. Steve, how do you feel about 
found footage movies. Uh, that's basically like asking me what I think of Cloverfield because that's really the only. You haven't seen The Blair Witch? No. Really? No. Uh, what about? There's a lot of bad ones. Chronicles that just came out as found footage. Chronicles? Yeah, it's like it's just called superheroes. Chronicles. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's uh, teen- teenagers who get superpowers and they like chronicle the events. Oh, I see. Of it. I, I hear one of the kids goes bad. Hmm. <laughs> um, well, wreck, quarantine, wreck two, wreck Re- Genesis. Re- wreck is a really good set of horror found footage movies. Yeah. Oh, fucking paranormal activities. Oh, true. Okay, yes, I've paranormal seen it. activities is more of a ghost house, as what I've heard people describe it. You haven't seen it? No, I've seen I've seen the first two. Oh, okay. But people don't refer to them so much as a movie, but like a ghost house. Oh, okay. Because um, you're more like waiting for a jump scare. Well, yeah. And I think uh, Rex's kind of like that too, where you're waiting for a jump scare more than anything. Yeah. Oh, there's a really good one that I'd seen before. Like Again, I think Blair Witch is a pretty damn good one. Because I sat down with one of my friends in undergrad. Yeah. We watched it, and I'm like, man, this is a true story. At the end of it, because he was like little off taken and he went to the internet <laughs> and like started researching it <laughs> and then he came back and punched me when he found out it was. <laughs> but there, there's there's a few like I think I think there's a lot of bad found footage movies am I the top or bottom I'm on top baby yeah you are okay uh, so am I like too loud or no you're good okay you're good I'm just looking at the I can I can like as long as you don't go to the max like I think I have a few times I can always adjust the, the amplitude of it alright in this particular podcast, Steve yeah. is the bottom. No, but I think a good found footage movie can be very compelling. Yeah, and very like immersive. Oh yeah, I mean, whatever problems I may have had with Cloverfield, that part was kind of cool. I don't. I didn't like Cloverfield to be per, to be blunt. Yeah, but yeah, there's a lot of bad ones out there. But there's a. I think there's still quite a few good ones. Mm-hmm. But we were talking about the characters from uh, Clairvoyance. Yes. Oh right. I was thinking a cool scene at the start, or cool like, you know, we want to show his his backstory, right? I was thinking we could have a whole sequence where we flash through like him growing up, like every couple of years. Yeah. So like you start with the you know that whole thing about my mom. Yeah, Nettie Flanders. Can his parents be named Homer and Marge? Sure. (laughs) Awesome. Um, And then you could like flash forward a couple years, and you know he's in some kind of trouble or something, and then he's just growing up, and and then you could have a scene with him drinking, and it's I don't know. Not going well. Yeah. I don't know. I I think the like the drug thing. You like he never drinks. Yeah. And maybe he mentions that every now and then. Yeah. But then when he gets drugged, you find out why. Right. Okay. Yeah, that'd be cool. I don't think you need to set all that up. Okay. I think sometimes the surprise is nice. Yeah, he could just keep turning down alcohol. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I want to flash to the army because I want his commanding officer to come back probably. Yeah. No, and that would yeah, and that would be when he was around, whatever, 18 or 20 or something. Yeah. I just think it'd be cool to show like kind of... Periods of his life. Yeah. Like how that affected his life with this weird sense. Yeah. Like him yelling at his high school girlfriend because she slept with John so-and-so. Yeah. Wait, he's John, so. <laughs> Another John. There's a lot of Johns. Oh, if you could, while having sex, would you switch to your partner's viewpoint just to look at yourself? Just viewpoint? Yeah. Like, just to her, like, where she's looking. Well, I mean, I you know, I have a mirror anyway, so. Who's <laughs> oh, looking sexy? <laughs> Yeah, so there'd be Lieutenant Dan, which I which I said was his commanding officer. Okay. Um, I didn't have much. Like, I just think he's a dick. I don't think he's going to be special. I just want there to be someone who has a grudge with him uh-huh. that would be happy to off him. Because I think shortly thereafter he does get discharged. Okay. Because of the attention that he gets, and this drives him to the thing of crime, 
which is like later revealed, oh shit, Dan's mixed up in this. Yeah, yeah. Then I have the man, which is the telepath guy. Mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't thought too hard. You know, he's just big time crook. Yep. Runs basically the whole city. But what what I got? I think he might be Ned actually. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> just have everything tie back to his. Yeah, no no no. Just, and the the woman, half sister. Ned's the father. His mom's the mom. Wait. Oh, the woman that. Yeah, the woman of the woman of interest that gets taken and he has to untake. Oh, I see. Okay. His like his half sister and I don't I don't know how tightly I'd stick to that. Okay. Uh, I think the half sister is not a bad connection for him. Yeah. To want to protect her. Mm-hmm. And to make her interesting, she is what the man refers to as a mind bank. Okay. And by that, I mean she has a photographic memory. Oh, okay. So like she remembers everything, right? Right. And a guy who can read minds can just. Yeah. You know, anything she sees, he can, like, think about this thing, and then he can get any detail he wants from that situation. Yeah, okay, that's cool. So, like, that's the man's interest in the girl. Right. As opposed to, like, I need her because I want to extract use from John. It's like, I need her because either, A, she has information about him. Yeah. Or, B, she's a freaking tool for her him to use. Yeah. A convenient one. Cool. I know, right? Yeah, nice. I was just so pleased with myself after that, I stopped thinking. <laughs> As well, you should be. I like that. It's cool, like, there's just this world of different mind powers, and which, yeah, I don't know. Which can, like, kind of interact with each other. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the man I'm picturing would be kind of a one of those calm villains who just uh, is always very poised, I think. I don't yeah, know. yeah. Because he always knows what everyone's thinking. Yeah, yeah. So he doesn't have to be all, like, freaked out. Yeah. But there's definitely, like, a, a developed, you know, we're getting to the point where we have a lot of action set pieces, I think. <laughs> yeah. And we have a lot of, you know, motivation or, or, like, some of the motivations slideshow. So, I, you know, it's close to something there. Yeah. And I, I'm excited about that. Yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, I think it's a, it's, we've got some cool ideas. Hells yeah, we do. But I don't know what else to say about, about it for this week. Yeah, I don't know. Shall we move on then? Yeah, sure, why not? So what do you have, what do you have to say about the apartment? Um, I was thinking about the two kids. Yeah, you were. I usually do. Sick bastard. <laughs> oh, he's whipping up the notepad. I just had one page of notes and not. Oh yeah, Clairvoyant Sky Blinded Infiltration Sequence. Sarah's Key, which is a book I want to read. Basically, I was just thinking that the the boy and girl's relationship would be um, very sexual. <laughs> No, though I mean they were. Uh, I was thinking they would be around age twelve, so there could be like a start of something like very sexual. Not no, just innocent and adorable, but very sexual. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> That's my space boobs for this uh, week. Oh man! By the way, Julia and Julia. Just it's. Oh yeah. It's a movie that's. It's a piece of shit. Yeah, there you go. And that's our review of Julia, Julia. For this a week, true story about two fucking who gives a shit that we haven't seen. All right. Anyway. So, Back to the topic. Uh, I was thinking. I was thinking generally the girl would be kind of smarter and more well kind of like put together and more. Hmm? My solution to that? Yeah. Make her older. Okay. Well, that could work. That's what I was thinking. That was like actually, yeah, that would doubly work. I, I was thinking like the boy should be about a year or two younger. Yep. Which gives the woman um, the ability to be more intelligent. Yep. More controlling. Yeah. And more manipulative. Well, I don't know about manipulative. I'm so lonely. I. <laughs> I was just, I mean, I think the, the boy might just resent her for that, for always being more, like, um, like put together and uh, kind of... 
Yeah, but he's got a mag crush on her. Yeah, well, that too, maybe. But uh, I don't know. Uh, I was just I was thinking that would be kind of the thing that the imp uses to drive a wedge between them. Oh, you could, you could totally do that. You know, the boy is a burden to the girl, uh-huh. and the girl's always telling the boy what to do. Boom, done. Yeah. Peace. And then you could have a cool scene where she sees his mirror world self, and it's just like he's really, really small and like... Because that's how he sees himself compared to her. Yeah, and it would be this big moment of not penis size. All right, Matt. I didn't say that. I know you're whatever. Um, no, he would just see himself as really small and kind of like dumb. I don't know how you would convey it exactly, but it would just be this kind of. It could be a cool moment of realization as she sees what he thinks of himself. We gotta be careful with how we age, like cast the age for these kids. Yeah, because like I'm constantly thinking when I was in high school. Yeah. And my English teacher telling me about, like, kids in grade five or six. Yeah. Um, she read in the news, like, giving blowjobs in bathrooms. Oh, God. And she's like, okay, let's cast her as a 12-year-old. Well, that would put her in grade six. Six. Yeah. Seven. No. We're <laughs> very, very innocent, all right? All right. So, blowjobs in this stall. <sighs> Christ. Oh, okay. It's just that, you know, you make it, you, you isolate them in some manner they could probably not be having premarital sex at age 12. I'm just saying, it's like, my constant concern is like, writing them thinking they're 12 year olds, but actually writing them as like, 7 year olds. Okay, well. Because I, I don't know how mature a 12 year old is in this day and age, is my concern. I don't speak true. to those people. Yeah, but I mean, there's like, movie 12 year old, which isn't like real 12 year old? Yeah, I mean you're just going to write them as mostly innocent kids, whatever age that would be. <laughs> Either way, the pedophiles are happy. <laughs> Okay, uh, what else did you have? I don't know. That was about it. <laughs> the kids. The, the economy. Hmm? That's good. Yeah. We kind of made to, we got to the same point. <laughs> Yours was like through words. Mine was like, the woman's older. Yeah, yeah. Um, any other thoughts about the imp or the guardian? Let's see. Bob. I'm going to call the guardian Bob. All right, Bob. It's, um, uh, it's a reboot reference for all the Canadians. I don't get it. I'm sorry. You don't know the cartoon show Reboot? No, I mean, I know of the show. I just never watched Bob it. Bob was the guardian. Oh, okay. He had uh, Glitch. He was all like, Glitch, turn into a vibrator and <laughs> pleasure that woman. I'm just sure that's exactly what happened in the show. Well, basically, except for the sexual undertones, which kind of picked up in the later seasons, actually. This <laughs> is the guardian. Any thoughts about him? Okay, let me think. How, about, just, uh, how about why is the imp locked up? Well, I mean, I don't know if you really have to go into... No, but we should know whether oh, or not... Whether, like, there's some things where it's like, they don't... Those details don't go into in the story. Yeah. But as a writer, I feel like you should kind of have an idea of something in your head. For verisimilitude purposes. Yeah, right? Um, I, I actually don't know anything about writing. This is just my feeling. Sounds about right. Yeah, no, I, well, I guess there could be... I don't know, they could have been... There could be a bunch of these cells imp guardian pairings across around the earth and they've maybe since ancient times have been locked in you know various apartment buildings <laughs> various Back locations and in then 1600s <laughs> this man was locked in an outhouse for 30 years <laughs> hey you taking a shit hey you want to help me out get the hell out of here <laughs> uh, we gotta move that outhouse back in the stone age it would have been caves yeah cave networks so there's just always been this, like, balance of power between the imps and the guardians. Yeah. And the imps kind of have this more controlling view of the world. 
And the guardians are kind of like, yeah, let humans be humans. <laughs> Hippie flowers. <laughs> live and let live. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, it's kind of what I'm picturing. That's what you're picturing? Yeah. And, you know, if, if the imp were to get loose, he could kind of, like, spread his influence and probably release other ones. Okay. I like that. Whipping it out. Yeah. Releasing him. Why is he trying to kill the kids? Well, he's... Wait. I mean, he's using the kids at first to to get rid of the Guardian. Yeah. That, that's clear. But and why does he want them dead afterwards? I don't know. I guess just because he's a, an imp, man. <laughs> I see. see, see. I, I played you like a fool. No, because the imp gives some of his powers to the kids, right? Right. And the only way for him to get them back ah. is for them to disperse the powers into the, the universe again. I see. You know, much like the kids probably in the fight where they kill the slash... They probably imprison the Guardian, to be honest. Horribly maim? Horribly maim. Uh, basically remove the power from the Guardian in some manner. Uh-huh. But after that, the kind of, you know, it's like, here, here's my arm, here's my other arm, go punch that guy. <laughs> now he wants his arms back. Right. Okay, well, thank you for that leading question, which you had an answer to. I, I, I was just seeing if you had thought about stuff like that. No, but that is a good idea. I like that. So, like, that probably won't be really spelled out in the story, but it might be something, like, people ask me, like, duh. Duh, doy. I obviously thought of that. <laughs> Steve's idea. Whatever. It's a collaboration, man. I know. Collaboration where I make you look like an idiot. <laughs> Basically. Whatever, Amy still likes me, probably. Amy, we both know the truth. It's <laughs> the real reason she's coming to Toronto. So, what else? What else? What else about? What else have you thought about uh, anything? Not really. Well, we're almost at an hour, but there'll probably be a lot of cutting. Okay. What, about, what are we gonna do next week? Well, I don't know. Should we just keep flip flopping in this kind of slow, steady pace, or should we pick one? Yeah, I mean, it kind of doesn't matter. Like, it's not like the ideas are going to go away. So, like, whichever we pick first, we could always just come back to the other one yeah. after we fail at the first one. We're not going to fail, first off. <laughs> I don't know the... De- well, I do know the definition of failure. But what I propose now is that we go, all right, let's pick one. Let's start working on it collaboratively. Uh-huh. By the way, Amy's actually looking forward to helping out or, like, going on a podcast. Guest starring? Yeah. No, I mean, she... Um, she in like high school drama she she used to write scripts and like plays and stuff yeah she especially loves creating characters which is kind of cool and useful yeah so yeah. and she won some like awesome regional prize that i don't remember the name of like for a script that uh, her class wrote but anyway likes this kind of thing She's like, good good yeah. good yeah so soon next week we'll be replacing steve with uh, amy basically and that's fine that's okay you don't need me anyway. Not when there's you with boobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think I think it's time we pull the trigger and choose one. Oh, okay. And I think what we do is we, so that we don't feel bad about which one we choose, yeah. we choose one. We go through it till the end, which could take months yep, even. That's fine. Depending on how quickly we work at this and how distracting, you know, that other thing that we do is. The sex, you mean? Well, yeah, the, the sex... I don't consider that a distraction. I consider our grad life a distraction at times. Oh, I see. But we finish that script, at least one draft. Yeah. And then we start the other one. Okay. And then we edit whichever one. Then we like alternate between the two, editing them a bit. Yeah. Because you don't write as much as rewrite. I think I've heard that a billion times listening to uh, various screenwriting podcasts. I know. Well, if you've seen my blog post, though, you'll see that I, 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 rarely, I rarely do rough drafts. But I think I would have to for this kind of thing. 
What do you mean you rarely do? Like you? I just I write it really really slowly and and try and write it really, like good the first time and then I don't. Yeah, I, I don't like to do, like I don't like to do. I'm I'm anal the first time. Yeah, but like I said, there's there's gonna be stuff. There's gonna be moments where it's like, if you don't get that idea out, then you won't understand it or you won't be able to step back from it. Yeah, and I mean it's a it's a story. It's different than like. You're gonna have to go back and change things that fit better with what you've kind of yeah. what the story's evolved into now. And it could be like, oh, all of a sudden this doesn't make sense in Act Four because yeah. in Act Two, they're they're making out in the bathroom stall. So yeah, why would they all of a sudden be making out in the bathroom stall again? Exactly. So I think I think we choose one. Yeah, and actually, I mean, I I mean, I I always seem to favor the apartment movie. I know, but now that we've kind of developed the clairvoyance one, I'm also cool with that. So it's like I don't even care. You don't even care? Yeah. With with the impending coming of Amy, do you know if she has a preference? Oh, no, I don't know. Way to talk to your girlfriend about stuff. <laughs> Ever hear of this thing called communication, Steve? Whatever. I mean, I communicate with her all the time. Like, I, you know, tell her to make me sandwiches. and <laughs> I can't say anything clean enough there. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm like, nope, that's way too dirty. Dirty, also dirty. Damn it. Way I too got dirty. Nothing. Nope, Amy listens to this. I don't want to get slapped in the face. <laughs> She's tall enough to do that. Slap him in the face, Amy. Well, you know, after she ties me up and <laughs> gets the whip out. Then things can get romantic. Um, but yeah. At, at much of the same point where I really like the clairvoyance one, mm-hmm. I, I, I know I, I do like the apartment one too. And I do know your passion for that one. So I'm kind of uh, flippy floppy on, on the, the both. Right. So So how do we choose? Well, we could, you know, access a random number generator and then, I mean, it wouldn't be purely random. We would need some kind of quantum noise signal for it to be purely random. <laughs> what about a coin? Yeah, yeah. I guess that would be... Matlab's lab. not random. Come on, that's deterministic. Uh, I mean, unless you want to actually argue the merits of them or something. Uh, do, would you like to do that? I don't know. No, not really. Not really? I'm, Yeah. I just let other people choose things usually. You're you're just a pushover, Steve. Basically. You should be more assertive. <laughs> That's what everyone says. Steve, come on, assert yourself. Okay, whatever you say. Assert yourself. Yes, sir. Well, we could argue the merits of both right now. Yeah, they're both pretty cool. They're I, both the both super awesome, yeah. That's we're, both, we're both we're both we're amazing. It's we're both excellent kissers. Yeah, ladies. Um, ladies. Mostly for me, Steve's <laughs> taken unfortunately. Uh-huh. But back to the script ideas. They're they're both they're both very good ideas. Mm-hmm. I think we have a, I think the clairvoyance one doesn't have an outline yet, as much so. Yeah, I mean it it doesn't have yeah, but it has a lot of action set pieces, which is cool, <coughs> which is super cool because it's a matter of cutting and pasting them and like an action movie. Let's be honest, people, should be a bit more about the the action set pieces than the plot. <laughs> Because um, Taken is an awesome movie, but that plot is terrible. Well, it's not that it's terrible. It's just simplistic. It's Yeah. So I don't feel bad about there not being a, too much of a plot there. <laughs> Conversely, for the apartment, we don't have a lot of set pieces yet. Well, We've, we have Mirror World, mirror world and time traveling. Bit. Time travel. Uh, no, time traveling isn't really... It's more of a, an idea to go around another set piece. Yeah, it, it, it wraps itself around two other set pieces that we have no idea yeah. what they are exactly. Other than who's fighting whom at that point. Uh-huh. Uh, so we have kind of a really good outline there, I think. We have, we have, we have the act structure there. Yeah. Set up. What A happens and B happens and C happens. 
but we don't have a lot of filler yep. for each one. So it's kind of we have we're in the opposite boat for each one. Yep. And neither seems to have any space boobies though, so it's kind of so yeah, no space boobies in either. Uh, but but I think in a kids movie, space boobies should be way easier to get into. So <coughs> mm-hmm. I understand. But Nicholas is talking about something. Yeah, I don't think that's being picked up. No, I know it's just distracting me. Well, just pretend the Mexicans aren't here. <laughs> that's what I usually do. <sighs> There's so many of them. <laughs> So many of them. Uh, so yeah, it, it's kind of really like I like them both, and they're both in very different spots. Uh huh. Um, I, I don't know. And it's like like it's weird because you've probably been thinking more about the apartment one in the past few weeks, and I've been thinking more about the clairvoyance one in the last few weeks. So we both kind of kind of have our own horses in each case. Yeah, it's a tough bag, Stephen. Which do you think would be easier to write? That is a good question. Because like I mean. We've you know we've never done this. We have never done this because you don't want something discouraging that just like grinds to a halt. Yeah, yeah, that's tricky. Cause I, I like again. I think both would be kind of easy, right? <laughs> you you know what to expect from the little kids as a hero movie, right? Yeah. At the same point, writing for kids again, like I said earlier, you know, kids giving uh, giving head in bathroom stalls during a field trip. I'm always worried about how well I actually can do the voice of a 12-year-old. Yeah, I know. Um, you know, just because you stick your dick in something doesn't mean you understand it. <laughs> wow. And I haven't even stuck my dick in a 12-year-old lately. <laughs> oh, go, Matt. Um, Got to earn that explicit tag. I don't know. I think there's a whole set of, like, movie and book ages where you can just... They're universal? Or, like... Yeah, they're, they're independent of, like, what's, you know... Reality, yeah. I mean, because like, if you if you read in a book that someone is like, uh, I don't know, space movies, no, like seventeen or something, and they're kind of like, I don't know, like seventeen year olds always act way older than they do in real life in books, like, and like, I don't know, ages ages are weird in movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I wouldn't worry too much about it. That's all that I worry. About. Okay, um, I'll try not to worry about that then. <laughs> I think it'd be more fun to write dialogue for an adult than a kid. Yeah, yeah. How about that? Yeah, that's probably true. Because I think I can get to an adult's head much easier. <laughs> which which means, you know, line for line, I feel like I'd write a more intelligent adult, like, clairvoyant script currently. Yeah. I think, I, you know, I, don't get me wrong, like, I, I could probably handle the apartment script, but... Yeah. No, I mean, that's a good point. The way Amy put it when we were talking about this was the key is to just have really well-developed characters, so basically writing the movie is tantamount to deciding what... The character would do at that point. Yeah, exactly. Which was almost the purpose of last week, but I don't think we're... Fo- either of us seem to be focused enough on this. <laughs> Go us. Go us. Well, I don't know about you, but school's been really busy this last week and a half. Yeah, I don't know. I've been distracted by a variety of things. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's why it's important that we pull the trigger and... Yeah, okay, sure. So whatever, let's that's that's fine. Then let's do clairvoyance. You you okay with that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um so for next week just think about the characters more or Yeah, I, I mean, we don't want to wait too long before starting to write, but at the same time, I don't know if well. No, I think I think next week we start writing. Yeah. Well, I I mean, uh, uh, we might have to shift everything. I mean, Amy's going to be here on Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> 
But but if she if she does sit down with us and talk. Yeah, no, that's fine. But I'm not. Gonna, I mean, you won't be productive after Thursday, is what you're saying. Yeah, basically. Because you'll be too busy being reproductive. Am I right? Wow. Okay. Uh, I'm not gonna high five you. Nelson. Fine. Yes. Yeah, I high fived him. <laughs> um, Go, Matt. Yeah, fuck yeah. Horizontal jogging. Her Majesty's realms. They call it horizontal jogging. I don't kick when I'm having sex, Nelson. Yeah, I don't like. That's a terrible term. <laughs> as euphemisms go. As far as you naked it. naked wrestling is way better. That is pretty good. Before before that goes really dirty. Uh-huh. So for this week, we're now focused on clairvoyance. Yeah. Which means start thinking about good, like an outline. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like the act structures like we had for the apartment. Yeah. This happens, and this happens, and this happens, and this happens. Yep. Think about the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I think John's close to being reasonable. Sure. I But like I said, the woman, I haven't thought about it at all other than why she's valuable. She'll be like Kate Capshaw in uh, Indiana Jones 2. <laughs> <laughs> Super annoying. Mr. Jones! Oh, no, that's... that's uh, <laughs> wow. That's uh, that's soft round, no. Short round. Short round, which basically Nelson is this ordeal. I never have actually made that connection, but yeah, Nelson right? is basically short round. He could totally dress up as short round for, <laughs> for like Halloween, and people would be like, Do you short round? He is short round. I could be Indiana Jones. You could be... That hot chick, which... <laughs> oh, man, could I be Shia LaBeouf? No, you could be Sean Connery. Oh, Show me meet again. <laughs> Junior. Uh, junior. Junior, I was too busy snogging your mother last night. <laughs> Why do you name yourself after the dog, you pussy? <laughs> we named the dog Indiana. We named him Junior. Yeah. So, so like, seriously, think about that stuff. Yeah, uh, sure. Um, or tell or tell Amy to think about that stuff. Yeah, she'll be my surrogate thinker. I, I wonder how... I think we'll have to record the old way next week. Yeah, we don't have three mics. We do not have three mics yet. Sucks to be the third person. Uh, but I, I hope this turns out well. Yep. Because I think I'm going to be in the left ear and you're going to be in the right ear. Okay. Because it's stereo, bitches. Hells yeah. Hells yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you ready? Um, I guess. Any, any final thoughts? No, I mean, I, uh, no, no. <laughs> no? No. You're good? Yeah. We're going to like have good ideas to get started next week. No. And then we're going to start using that script program that we got. You got a text message from Amy. Oh, uh, no, it's actually from Chris. So, the less sexy version of Amy? Sure. All right. Um, so, until next week, I'm Matthew. Uh, I'm Steve. And maybe we'll have a better title. <laughs>